0: It pays to discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Hey, this is 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Speaking of early. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
0: They're all completely gassed. They've given it everything on the global bucket. Here comes Dillion. Here comes Dillion. Dillion. So, uh, how did it go today? Pretty, 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 pretty
2: good. Just when I thought I was out, pull me
3: back in. It's time for the Mickey Plyler Show, here on The Roar. Clemson gets a win in the Carrier Dome. Seven ranked teams fall in college basketball. Kansas City with an overtime victory in the Super Bowl, and Clemson softball off to a four and one start. A busy Monday show, so let's go. And sports fans, glad to have you with us for the Monday edition of the Mickey Pollard Show. Monday, February the 12th, 2024. Hope all is well. Looking forward to a great show today. A lot to do today. Our number one guest in our sports medicine segment brought to you by Arthrex. A great friend, Dr. Steve Martin, back with us today. Clemson team orthopedic surgeon. And we'll get with him about the non contact injuries like we saw in the Super Bowl last night. See the Greenlaw guy coming on the field and just. Towards Achilles the right there in the middle of the right coming on the field. It had to be heartbreaking to do some of that stuff. We'll ask him about that a little bit later on. Uh, obviously, we're going to get into the Super Bowl. The Chiefs, 25-22 overtime victory, some plays, some strategies, players, controversies. We'll get to all those things. Pre-game, post-game, half times, all those things as, as the show goes on. Talk about the Chiefs and their dynasty status now, winning three of the last five. Patrick Mahomes, his third MVP. Where does he rank now among the great ones in professional football? Only at the age of 28, too. So still plenty of time to add to his resume. Get into Clemson's fantastic win at Syracuse on Saturday at high noon. Tigers did it with a hot shooting night. 61% from the field, 43% from three. The Tigers turned it over a ton yet got off to a great 13-point uh, halftime lead and ended up winning by nine up in Syracuse. Clemson improves to 16-7 and seven overall, 6-6 six six in the league now, and two home games this week, Miami on Wednesday, NC State on Saturday. Good news there. Nine ranked teams fell in college basketball. We'll get to that. We'll uh, talk about the softball weekend in Clemson, the lacrosse weekend in Clemson, the uh, gymnastics weekend uh, the Tigers had, Lady Tigers had, uh, the PGA Tour to get into a little bit. Uh, Boston College has a new head coach to get into. All kinds of very interesting things. And, and a Mike Loxley quote about NIL we'll get to a little bit as this show goes on. The producer of every single Monday and Tuesday show, Mr. Uh, Will Clinton. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing okay. Tired. Um, did you stay up and watch the entire game last night? I turned it off
4: as soon as the game ended. Me too. Oh. Eleven bells. I feel like I, I feel like I'm getting up there in age because I took a deep sigh when it went into overtime. Like, yeah. Okay. All, right. more. all minutes. First of all,
3: six seconds to go. Ball on the ten yard line. I was shocked Andy Reid didn't try to throw one pass the end zone to win the Super Bowl, and and you still had time to run run that play and figure you know run a quick slant, run something quick. Don't let Mahomes not. Hey, man, you got to get rid of it on the on the back foot. He's got to go. We got six seconds. We got, to, we got five seconds to run a play. You got to throw them ball into the end zone. I'm shocked he didn't do that, but it worked out for him. They win their third Super Bowl and um, they do it in, in overtime and keep you and I up for another 45 minutes after that. <laughs> so, how was your weekend? Oh, uh, it was a good
4: weekend. Good. Um, busy, busy, busy with obviously the Super Bowl yesterday. I joined a uh, a former. Producer of the show to um, make a bunch of pizzas and uh, some dips, and we had some uh, some of his family members over, and um, honestly, didn't get to watch a lot of the first quarter because just making food, playing with kids, yeah. you know, it's it's hard to dedicate attention with um, all that going on. You get caught. sure.
3: Um, I watched uh, every play, but I will tell you this because of the weather in Phoenix, Arizona, I had to watch, I didn't have to, I chose to watch instead of watching any commercials in the first half, uh, I had them on, on, on both screens. I had the PGA tour that had a phenomenal, uh, Phoenix open going on. And I want to talk about the Phoenix open, uh, with their, with the alcohol induced, uh, crazy things that happened there. And then the, what happened on the course, out in between the ropes, and Nick Taylor in a two-hole playoff beats Charlie Hoffman. But that was going on. But normally they try to get it over before the Super Bowl. But they had to go back and play yesterday morning. And so it went into – basically the, the the playoff went into about halftime. So I had both screens going on. When the commercial would come on, i turned down the big-screen TV and turn up the volume on the golf. And it was unbelievable. Nick Taylor birdied five of his last six holes, including the playoff holes, to win. And this 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 the golf course is awesome. Yields these high drama. The crowds were amazing. They did get out of hand, especially on Saturday. We'll talk about that. But that that cost me the pregame. I didn't see any of the national anthem stuff. I didn't see any of the pregame show stuff. I didn't see any of the commercials in the first half. After the golf was over, then watched the halftime show. To which, let me say this. I, I know who Usher is. I, I know like I, I was telling my wife who was who's, uh, out of town, um, we were texting. I was like, "He's talented. He is a terrific dancer. I didn't know he's a great skater. Okay, that's something new to me. But the other thing is, like he got into, into the last two songs, he was pitching a shutout for me. I knew no song. And my wife said, this is, this is uh, I love the song. I love the song. I' was like, I've never heard that song in my entire life." But it didn't take away from just how talented he, talented he is. And because I didn't know the song, doesn't mean it's not a great song. But um, the dance moves, the, the, uh, the show, I thought it was fantastic. thought he did a really, really, really good job. Uh, and kept it you know, clean, which I'm not sure if that's what he always does. I think he does. But, but that, was, that was fantastic. He ripped his shirt off. But Well, yeah, if I had a body like that, I'd rip my shirt off, too. There you go. Be honest with you. If I had a body like that, I wouldn't wear a shirt very often. I would. It would be twelve degrees outside. And go. Is Mickey gonna wear a shirt again? No, nah, he doesn't show without a shirt on all the time now.
4: Well, your shirt – your primary function of a shirt would be for dramatic effect in that in that case.
3: In that case, my my primary shirt would be just to just not do a whole lot of laundry because I just want everybody every woman on earth to look at me and go, man, that guy's been working out. He's doing pretty well for himself. It's not the case. I'm fully clothed now. <laughs> With that said, um, and then the overtime of the game, there's controversies in there. I'll, I'll get to some of those a little bit later on. Um – I have the pleasure of speaking to the uh, Newberry Touchdown Club tonight. So I'm going to head down. Uh, we're going to spend my son's fifth birthday today at my in-laws. I'm going to head down there after the show's over. And they're down there; they're off of school today. So he's down there. i have seen some videos of what he did this weekend, which is great. But big day, Drake's fifth birthday. And uh, and then we've got uh, Newberry Touchdown Club tonight. So it's a bit busy day today. And the great news here, my friend, is... Have you seen the weather this week? Uh not past today, no. Oh, oh, oh. Tomorrow, oh, it's going to rain today, all right? Um tomorrow and we get some winds today, but a little bit. But tomorrow 60 and sunny, Wednesday 62 and sunny, Thursday 64, Friday 65, over the weekend mid 50s. Next week 62, 62, 63, 61, 64. And no lows in the 20s, and no highs lower than 54 until the end of February now. Early spring. Thank goodness that is the case. Um, segment two. What are we going to do today? Honestly, I haven't thought of one second about
4: segment two with all that's been going on. Right. Open-ended. You want to talk about the Super Bowl. You want to talk about the waste management. I'm having to look up the, the scores uh, for the waste management because Honestly, my attention, all right,
3: shifted. They they had a, a big picture issue Saturday at the waste management.
4: I heard about all the uh, shenanigans going on. The uh, the on the course things yeah. were just buried. Yeah, we'll
3: we'll get to that. We will we'll get to that, and we'll we'll get some thoughts. Matter of fact, I've got three early texts, and two of the three are putting down the shenanigans. Those people, how we got to get control of those things. We'll, we'll do that coming up for sure. Okay. Um, let me give you some headline stuff and some some news coming out of it. Again, Clemson goes to Syracuse. We'll talk a whole segment about this a little bit later on. George Rogers' homecoming yielded 18 points. He was 5 of 6 from the field, 4 of 5 from 3. Hit all four of his free throws. Uh, got four rebounds, got two assists in his 37 minutes. He was plus 11, and uh, and that was more than the scoring margin the Tigers had. Austin awesome double figures, P.J. Hall 15, Chase Hunter 14, Ian Shefflin 13. Uh, uh, Jack Clark had 10 rebounds for the Tigers. P.J. Hall had 10 Clemson shot 61% from the field, 43% from three. Did a fantastic job. The Tigers won the points in the paint. Uh, Again, Clemson only shot 14 threes the entire game. They held Syracuse to 39% from the field and 30% from three. 48 to 32 points in the paint. Uh, The Tigers got um, a, a great performance defensively all the way around. And now improved to 16-7, and 6-6 six and six in the league. And now looking very strong after two road wins uh, on the road last week. And now you're going to uh, host two games this week. Miami on a Wednesday night, big game. NC State on a Saturday, another big game. Speaking of college basketball, over the weekend we had seven ranked teams fall. Let me give you the top 25. This is from Saturday, in case you didn't see it. Top-ranked UConn went to Georgetown and and thumped uh, the Hoyas. uh, Second-ranked Purdue beat Indiana by 20. Third-ranked North Carolina went to Miami, got a three-point win. Fourth-ranked Kansas, three-point victory over 13th-ranked Baylor. Fifth-ranked Houston went to Cincinnati, got a five-point win. Biggest upset of the weekend, A&M and Buzz had a 16-point victory against 6th-ranked Tennessee. Marquette, 86-75 victory against St. John's. Uh, Eighth-ranked Arizona, beat Colorado on the road. Ninth-ranked Duke, took care of Boston College at home. Tenth-ranked Illinois, fell at Sparty. Time for Sparty to make a run now by eight. Eleventh-ranked Wisconsin, fell at Rutgers. Twelfth-ranked Auburn, fell at Florida. Iowa State, ranked 14th, beat TCU. The Gamecocks, 16th in the country, or 15th in the country, improved to 21-3. and three. They beat Vanderbilt by 15. Uh, Alabama went to LSU, sixth-ranked Tide, thumps Alabama, 109-92. Kentucky fell at home to Gonzaga. 19th ranked Creighton beat uh, Xavier, 21st ranked BYU over Kansas State, 22nd ranked Utah State beat Boise State, 23rd ranked Texas Tech beat Central Florida, 25th ranked New Mexico fell at home to my UNLV running Rebels. Uh, In the ACC non-ranked action from the weekend, we had uh, Wake Forest with a great win against NC State that puts it at 8-4 in the league, four-point win there. Notre Dame beat Virginia Tech, really hurting Texas chances. Now, Louisville got a nice win against Georgia Tech, and Virginia went to Florida State and uh, and got a win. In the Southeastern Conference, you can say it that way. You can't say SEC. In the Southeastern Conference, non-ranked action, it was uh, Georgia falling at Arkansas. Bad loss for the Bulldogs. They're now 4-7 and seven in the league. Mississippi State beating Missouri, who's still winless in the league. Great weekend for Clemson lacrosse. Uh, They got off to uh, a a great start in their new stadium, sold out in their new stadium. Uh, Clemson beats Davidson 19-10, 23rd-ranked Tigers won that one. It was a good weekend for softball. Clemson, as you know, on Thursday beat Missouri State 12-0 in five. Friday, 3-2 win against Indiana. Saturday, they beat Liberty 7-3, beat Oregon 3-2. Yesterday, though, fell to Missouri 4-1. Lady Tigers are now on the road. They go down to to Mexico and face, uh, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and a couple on Saturday, they'll face uh, uh, San Diego, Utah, Auburn, and Mississippi State. Uh, They've got another home uh, road game next week, and then they'll come home on the 23rd. Clemson baseball opens up this weekend. Uh, Eric Backett will join us on our show tomorrow. Certainly looking forward to that um we had the clemson um gymnastics team going to pittsburgh and getting a win the tigers now four and one on the season three and one in the acc that was up in pittsburgh pennsylvania and what else we have here? oh uh, bill o'brien takes the, the boston college job nice one for them i'll, I'll save the uh, mike Loxley stuff and i told you about nick taylor winning we'll get more of that in segment number two Already on our Adams code tax text time. You know how I can tell we're in tax season? Because I started getting texts like this. Uh, this is from. All right. This is from 9095. Mickey, my wife and I went to see Russell at the Patterson Tax Service last week. We were blown away at the professionalism, efficiency, and speed in which our taxes were done. Thanks for the info, Steve in Easley. Steve. Thank you for sharing that. The Patterson's Tax Service, when you want professionalism, efficiency, and speed, let the Patterson's Tax Service take care of it for you patta P-A-T-T-A-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289. Love that text. Love telling you about the Patterson's Tax Service. In segment number two, Will Clanton will uh, take care of that when we come back for more. We need to return right after this.
0: It's bow time. <laughs> Hurry in into Bojangles for two scratch-made sizzling sausage biscuits for just four bucks. One bite, and you'll want breakfast for dinner. Good thing we serve savory sausage biscuits all day. But this two-for-four deal won't last forever. It's
3: bow time.
1: 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. 59 years, that means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now, are likely a Joe Robertson and son roof. Now you might be wondering why so many people here in the Upstate have chosen Joe Robertson and Son for their roofing needs for nearly six decades. And the answer is simple. They were founded on the principles of providing quality workmanship, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. When you work with them, you won't pay a single dime until the job has been completed to your satisfaction. So if you have any roofing needs, do what so many people in the Upstate have done for the past 59 years. Make it a Joe Robertson and Son roof. 246 That's 246 Or visit
0: robertsonroofing.net. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. And now get two hundred fifty dollars when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com/sports. ramp.com/sports. R A M P dot sports
4: Here at ATV Outfitters, we stock more ATV, UTV, motocross, and street bike products than anyone for hundreds of miles around. We have more than 10,000 tires and wheels on hand, and we pride ourselves on great prices and getting you the accessories you need fast. Come see us in the items that are readily available to get your vehicle ready for the street, trail, or mud pit. Don't buy elsewhere. We'll both lose money. Come by the store located at 2485 Rutherford Road, Greenville, or shop online at atvoutfitters.net.
1: Hey, what you gonna do when you gotta pee? You're gonna call Royal Flush at 238-8800. We've got your porta-potties. We've got your event trailers, too. Call Royal Flush at 864-238-8800 or visit them online at royalflushtoiletrental.com. We'll even pump your septic tank for you. Call Royal Flush because we're the king and queen of clean. So what have you gotta do-do-do-do-do-do? Call
0: Royal Flush. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. But what to buy with those savings? Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may are written by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Excludes Massachusetts.
1: Liberty, 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 Liberty. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the UpCountry Fiber Studios.
3: This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar.
1: Serving the five counties of the South Carolina upstate. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
0: Crank it up and embarrass your children. The Roar, where every day is game day,
1: there's a port on a western bay, and it serves a hundred ships a day, lonely sailors. The away and talk about their homes.
3: Now, Will Clanton's got a big, big day coming up on Wednesday. I don't know how he's going to juggle it all. Wednesday's Valentine's Day. Imagine the girls might get their heart broken by not getting that Valentine's from him. Valentine's Day approaching, so make sure you look great on that special day. Roosters Men's Grooming Center. They have everything you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut to a neck trim to a seven-step facial. Look, here's the thing. You don't go on that date, Will. With that little hair, that little frog hair growing up on the back of your neck right now. Get that trimmed up, man. You might not need a haircut, but get that frog hair trimmed up back there. Modern, classic, barbershop. Everything you need. Look your best. Call 864-884-8920. 864-884-8920. Make your next appointment. Use the new Rooster's app for more services to find out what they provide. They're located on Plaza on Pelham. Pelham Road in Greenville. And uh, and take care of that for Valentine's Day. I can't imagine the girls right now that are waiting by their phones, getting the texts, getting the emails, getting the phone calls from Will Clinton about Valentine's Day. Segment two with the aforementioned host of the Monday or or producer of the Monday shows. Um, The
4: line for Valentine's Day was almost as is almost as long as the crowd that lined up to get into the waste management open. On Saturday morning at 5.39 a.m., there was a video of just thousands upon thousands of people uh, just pushed up against the guardrails waiting to get in. And you you love to see enthusiasm for events like this because in years past, this waste management has been, um, it's been really fun to watch just because of the atmosphere coming into that 16th green so many people just going crazy you know having parties blasting music this was before uh live started doing that and there was a tipping point on saturday where things just got out of hand and i was able to watch a lot on friday and it seemed you know it seemed great again the enthusiasm all the people there just uh, just so excited for this golf event and I'm not sure what that tipping point was.
3: I would say that the rain and how long they're out there. Um, and, and it's obviously alcohol. I mean, people don't do sober what these people were doing. Um, the, the having fun sliding down the little the slope that they had without clothes and barely clothed. Not, I get some of that. The two things that can't happen that did happen. Number one, you had the the intoxicated gentleman that went and did a snow angel in the bunker. Like, you can't run onto the golf course and do that. And then number two, the several players in their backswing, people yelling in their backswing, and yelling at, like, uh, Zach Johnson, the guy sent uh, yelled at him, Urban Myers is a better football coach than you are, a coach of the President's Cup or the Ryder Cup team. I mean, stuff like that. Um, because what's going to happen is the guys won't come to Phoenix anymore.
4: And there's already been rumblings of uh, Jay Monahan considering postponing this event for next year, just yeah. taking a sabbatical, yeah. just because of the
3: ne- negative press that comes with it. Yeah. You look. You want people to have a good time, and and now this is partly the tour's fault because you invite the party atmosphere. Do you like it? Uh, and it's not every single week, but you like. How um, involved the fans are, and how crazy they are, and you, you like all that, but you don't like it when you do cross that line. So you push them to the line, and you allow them to push themselves to the line. But once you cross the line, then you don't like it. So it, it's partly the tour's fault, it, and it's mostly the the fans' fault. Um, golf is is different, and you know maybe maybe Zach Johnson shouldn't have got upset, but you can't you can't yell at people's backswing and you know yell obscenities at players so that, that that can't happen that way you know i don't i don't mind the booing i don't mind the you know the the thunderdome they have there when the par three all oh, that's great the golf course is fantastic but when you can't do like anything else if you can't handle in moderation and if you get so hammered that it, it turns into a you see there's fights behind the stands there's fights yeah, in the walking
4: paths. Yeah, there, uh, There's two, at least two that I saw.
3: You can't. I mean, you just can't do that, that kind of thing. So, again, the tour is guilty like a lot of people are. Like, cops football fans, NFL. Yeah, we're going to like serving the alcohol. And we're going to love the revenue out of it. And we're going to love how rowdy it's going to be. We're going to get our fans lathered up, as we like to say. And you like that. But you don't like it when they do. They get, you want them close to the line, but you don't want them crossing the line. And then Saturday at that waistband, they cross the line
4: and it's it's and it a ruined lot it for on. a lot
3: of people they like they had they they they, they cut the alcohol sales off well, what if there are some people that were responsibly drinking there well, too bad for them yeah know. so so just a few ruin it for everybody what? but not shocking it seemed like more than a few it was more than a few <laughs> for all of it was, the different, it was it was you're right it's more than a few
4: all the different things that that were coming on i i, I feel like people were just trying to one up each other um, in terms of yeah. how crazy that they were being,
3: you know, there's an argument, and I don't get into it too much, and I don't want to be the old get off my lawn guy, but there's an argument that, well, alcohol—you don't see anything really affected. No, alcohol affects people. You don't people that wouldn't normally fight fighting bars after getting intoxicated sometimes, and people that wouldn't fight at a golf tournament. I mean, of all the things, people that wouldn't fight at a football game—they get lathered up and they end up fighting. And you can say, well, people fight in public that are sober, yeah, they do. But I think that—I mean, I don't think it's a shock to say that. That you get ten foot tall and bulletproof when you when you some people do it or certain situations with, when they're intoxicated and and so I don't know if I've ever seen fights at golf tournaments. Maybe there have been. Maybe it's the advent of the cell phone, the, the camera, and the easy access to social media that puts that out there. But you can have multiple fights and expect to say, "Well, alcohol really wasn't a problem there, <laughs> right?" You, you ever had these friends of yours that that are the most meek, mild mannered that if they're sober it wouldn't hurt a flea? And then they, you know, get boozed up a little bit and they're ready to fight the world. Well, especially when... What's that guy looking at? When you're sober, the guy, he was just looking at you. Now all of a sudden it's an issue. Anyway, sorry.
4: It's it's a group thing because you're feeding off other people's energies. And when you have people just stepping out on the golf course, taking two beers and chugging them, pouring them all over themselves. Yeah. That... That radiates throughout a group like that, especially I, if people of
3: the same age and class. My guess is that two things happen to, well, once you reach that, that line. I, I, some people might wake up and do it in the morning and like that's your first thing you do and you just pour two beers over your face like Stone Cold Steve Austin, maybe. It's a nice shower, yeah. Some people might do that, but my guess is that two things happen. there. Number one, the peer pressure, the influence of a crowd, your buddy dares you the you get the reaction from the fans or whatever and you kind of that's that aberration of hey man i crazy maybe that but but the other part of it is that it goes on social media pretty quickly and you get to tell your buddies and they look at me i got these numbers you know so you become uh infamous that way too i guess uh,
4: everybody wants to go viral yeah so my question for you is: Moving forward, do you think the PGA Tour adjusts um, their their security standards? Because there's only so much that you can do when you've got um, what ten or twelve people. Um, what do they What do they call those the people that hold the quiet signs? It's marshals. Marshals.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, what are twelve marshals going to do against a crowd of of you know, four thousand yeah. people crowding yeah. around a fairway?
3: Normally, golf has prided itself on the fans being civilized and the fans understanding the game. And most, like, old golf fans do. And most golf fans grow up playing, or their kids, even the young ones, even a, you take a 10 year old, whatever, well, he's playing, he or she's playing golf at the golf course. So they know the etiquette around that. One thing the tour wants is they want new golf fans. And they want people who don't, don't normally care anything about golf to come out. That's obviously a good marketing strategy. However, when you add the, the the new fan, the fanatic, the football fan, the basketball fan, and the alcohol in a setting they're not used to and understanding it that, you know. And they encourage, like I said, they encourage the – you got players asking for people to cheer on, on 16 and then – but you don't want them to cheer anywhere else. So, again, it's, it's the, the tour is partly to blame. They, you know, you want what you want until you don't. You like that? Yeah, and those unwritten rules.
4: Um, sometimes you get to a point where you got to put them down on paper. Yeah. Um, I know not from my own personal experience, but the masters. Yes. There are. They're not bylaws, but you're when you're going in there, you're essentially in, entering into a contract. Yes. Um. You have to. You basically have to check your phone into a kiosk.
3: Yeah, you don't. You don't carry your phone from your car in there. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think other courses are going to have to adopt these practices? <laughs> See, this is where the tour stuck again because they want people sharing their social media videos. They want that, but they don't want their phones uh, going off during the event. So they're stuck. The Masters uh, does not. You, you don't. You can't take your cell phone in there. So you go through a pretty heavy security through all that. The Masters also has a luxury of because it's a, a demanding ticket that anybody that gets caught with unruly type stuff that that ticket badge is is, is gone back to the wherever they got them from, and that ticket's taken away from the from the person who bought it from the seller. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, but like the waste management, their ticket demand is not an issue. They've got you know. 100,000, 250,000 people in there, whatever, they're selling this wide open. They're just opening the gates all day long selling anybody who wants to come. So there's no creation of supply and demand issues there. Um, so that's not, you can't you know, eliminate that part. If he's kicking me out this year, I'll come back next year kind of a thing.
4: That's very true. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like moving forward, the only thing that they can really do is have an increased presence of really security. I know uh, on Saturday... They had to bring in the state police yeah. to help, kind of just quiet the crowd and get some of those people out of there. They, I mean, obviously they were just begging for help um, on a security standpoint. But I, I'm hoping that this is not setting the precedent for behavior at events like this. Um, you don't want a tailgate atmosphere while this event is going on. While any sport. But they, that's going.
3: how they draw. So again, they they pushed the line. I'm looking now uh, and the record for waste management attendance was set in two thousand eighteen with seven hundred and nineteen thousand people with the turnstiles. Saturday's round had two hundred and sixteen thousand people there. Wow. And but so and, and it's not a great tournament. Now it is a really cool golf course with some coming down the stretch with some risk reward things. But it's not a it's not a great field. So how do you get two hundred sixteen thousand people to Want to come to your event? Well, that's easy. You 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 make it a tailgate and a party, man. People are starved for social and they're starved for partying and starved for drinking and starved for not everybody, but this was a a um, this is the draw around a bunch of young people that want to have a good time and want to yell and scream and party and well, if if you have that. Then guess what? It it's going to cross the line. It and that's gonna happen in soccer and football and basketball. If you if you created this atmosphere where all these people wanted to come and you're gonna serve alcohol and uh, and they're starting at five in the morning, six in the morning. Um, I don't know. Do you do you start serve do you wait to noon to start serving alcohol there? Do you uh, cut it off at a certain time? Do you give a, a one wristband per person? How do you how do you police that? How do you manage that? You get two beers or three beers or whatever, um, but again, man, they can't. This is what they wanted, so you can't want it and market it as the party of the PGA Tour. And everybody in the Phoenix area knows people are coming in from all over the world to this thing. Like you see the the Europeans that are there dressed up. You see the the Canadians that are coming all over. And it's like people coming there for this atmosphere. This is what they want. Well. Unfortunately, a few are always going to go a little too far, and this is what you're going to get. So the tour has a decision to make, and and I think one of the things going to drive this decision to kind of curtail it a little bit, at least, is players aren't going to show up. Players are going to opt out of playing in this, and you, you it wasn't a great field to begin with. Super Bowl Sunday, you got to find a way to differentiate. And the other thing that happened was the their TV because of the weather. Normally they're off. The minute I mean, playoff is going on during the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they're not going to draw great ratings there. They're not going to beat the Super Bowl or compete with the Super Bowl there. That's tough. And um, finally, as one
4: texter on the Adams and Cobriefing Text Line said, um, Texter 3899, mentioned that the the field was yeah, terrible. Terrible field. It's only going to get worse
3: if you have conditions like this. Yeah. Why would you go? It, I mean, and if it bothers you, I mean, some of the guys like it, and it's fine, and you can like it. But, but a lot of guys aren't gonna like it, so we'll see. It, but, but here it is: Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl Monday after the Super Bowl, and we talked about it. They've created a buzz there. They've created what they've wanted to create. However, with that does come the negative stuff that you got on Saturday. Interesting stuff. A right, segment two is fascinating. Uh, I do want to tell you about my great friends at Trail T R E H E O dot com eight hundred three one nine seven thousand six, the second best website. Speaking of the Masters. Did I tell you my, uh, my niece played at Augusta National on Saturday?
4: You told me when that was upcoming, but that is fantastic. Yeah, You'll I have to great, tell us more about that.
3: She had a great round. I don't want to get into it too much, but she had a great round, and everything went really well. Hey, uh, I do want to tell you about the second best website in the world, and that is Trail. For more than 35 years now, Trail is, is a firm. They, they uh, were among the first firms to adopt this design-build-delivery method for commercial construction uh the, it's a single source approach it is clearly defined by a fully integrated uh, uh, uh situation there in which the architect the contractor they're focused on the customer alignment and the events of this conceptual design and the pre-construction and the scheduling and the, the uh, project management are all tied together to give you optimum value for the clients and so in the more traditional two firm approach that's where you get two separate contracts for engineers, for architect, for the contractor, and it gets out of hand. That's where it job co- cost up because it's prolonging construction schedule. Single source means one contractual relationship, and that allows you the, all the risk to be managed. It allows this essence that, that they removes the owner's risk. It gives you confidence that it's gonna be done on time and on budget, and without managing without the sacrificing any quality. And it just leads to a successful building experience. You're gonna love them, and you got a great relationship with great people. That's why 85% of their annual business comes from repeat clients. We love that. We love trail. Find out about the better building process, the design, build, uh, uh, delivery method they use. trehe three one nine 800 800-319-7006. Love to hear from you about the Super Bowl. If you're on hold, hang on, getting to your you. 654-ROAR, much more when you come back right after this.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of The Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to MyMoneyIsSafe.com.
0: The floors in your kitchen, den, and bedrooms all have an appropriate hardwood, tile, or carpeted surface. As it stands right now, the concrete floors in your garage, patio, or mechanical room are left exposed. At Iron Drive Floor Coatings, we can give those spaces the attention they deserve with the installation of our highly-reviewed epoxy coatings. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. Our team can finally transform your home's concrete surfaces. Schedule a free quote today at irondrivegaragefloors.com.
1: Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1.30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson, Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advance registration is required, clemsonareachamber.org. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I'm a proud Clemson alumni from the class of 1981. When folks come to see us, they've generally got a problem of some sort. And we start out by listening. That's what makes the Davis Law Group different. Whether it be a work-related injury, a problem dealing with an insurance company, or a family law issue, you are going to end up having to deal with the judicial system. And it is a journey. So what we try to do is help you find a path forward through that system in a way that you will have a fair result. Contact us today at davis.law. We'll be glad to help at upcountry fiber they believe in keeping you connected did you know that nearly 50 million households in the u.s. qualify for a discount of up to thirty dollars per month on their broadband service through the affordable connectivity program that's nearly 40% of the country, and it might include you. Visit upcountryfiber.com forward slash ACP or call 888-760-2111 to learn about the Affordable Connectivity Program at UpCountry Fiber. We're here for you.
0: Thanks for calling discover this is gabby hey gabby it's jennifer coolidge hi i'm um, i'm so glad i reached you at 2 a.m oh of course anyone with a discover card can call and talk to a real person 24 7. now how can i help yeah i used my discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas and i'm just not sure i'm pulling them off 24 7 u.s based customer service it pays to discover limitations apply learn more at discover.com credit card New year, new you. You've been
1: thinking about it, I know, because I was there too. I thought about it for years, and then I did it, and within a few weeks, dropped some big pounds, and I never looked back. Any time to start is a good time, but now is a great time to start something good and new. With the holidays in the rearview mirror at the start of 2024, there's no better time than now, and only you can do it. Reach out to our friends, Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team at PhD Weight Loss. It all starts in the kitchen, and they'll get you dropping all your excess weight and keep it off for life. MyPhDWeightLoss.com.
0: The Roar, your home for all things analytics and salary cap analysis.
1: Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five?
0: We are The Roar, where every day is game day.
3: Uh, late to the party about Google reviews uh, because my industry we don't have Google reviews, right? For the most part, I mean, nobody talks about sports talk shows Google. So I didn't know that the, the, the companies out there spend so much of their resources on Google reviews. Uh, at SortaPro, and, and, and oh by the way, that's good news for some companies and bad news for some companies. For SortaPro painters. It's great news. When you go there, you read stuff like this. The paint crew was pleasant and professional. The results were beautiful, and they were very, really responsive to any needs we had, including fixing a good-sized hole in the wall with no problem. Also, you hear, Pro crew members work continuously, showing attention to detail and extensive trim work, resulting in high-quality finish. I monitored the job closely. When I had questions or observations, the crew always seemed to be a step ahead of me. This is what people are saying about them. No wonder that they are the uh, most referred to paint company in North America. We love our great friends over at Certapro. Check them out, Certapro.com. C E R T A. Certapro.com. To our phone lines, Reaction Monday. What'd you think? Six five four Roar. Six five four seven six two seven. Clemson dominates. Good morning. How you doing this morning?
2: Hey, Mickey, uh, real good. Um, so, first of all, I want to give, a, I mean, the two commercials I thought that were home runs uh, after watching all that coverage. Uh, the Dunkin Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts had one yeah. uh, that had Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, and J-Lo. That one was a home run. And then there was the uh, Kia one where this girl's, like, disappointed because her grandfather is in a wheelchair and stuff and can't go see her uh, in a skating competition. And then her dad, like, uh, you know, drives her over there and he's got like this uh, frozen pond in the back and he sets up all these lights and it's music and stuff from his Kia electric or whatever. And uh, she redoes the performance for the grandpa there. I was in the sports bar and I actually started crying. Um, so that, those were both home runs. Yeah. Um, I remember when uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, signed that contract, and it was pretty unanimous on the war that, like, what are the Chiefs doing, you know? And since then, the, it's not even that big a contract anymore compared to some of the other ones that have been signed since. Um, but I I made the statement that day that if the Chiefs won two more Super Bowls, that, you know, the contract is a huge success. And at this point, even if he never does anything else again, you know, they've got, they've won three Super Bowls under him now and two since he signed that contract. So I would have to say that that contract is a massive success. And if the Chiefs were to win next season, they'd be the only team ever to win three straight Super Bowls.
3: Yeah, it, it worked out great for them, no doubt about that. The thought there was that it would cost them so much cap money and cap space that they wouldn't he wouldn't have any pieces around him. But this is a little bit like Brady and that remember Brady had um, he had Gronkowski and and this is where Chelsea comes in. But besides that, he won Super Bowls with some some very average wide receiver play and so that's what you're getting with the Chiefs right now. You're getting Mahomes' special uh, ability in that in that elite type of talented quarterback but very very limited at the wide receiver position and and the running back position too i mean let's let's face it those aren't pro bowlers and skilled guys around him outside of kelsey aren't pro bowlers but he's that good The and, and they're awfully good on defense so you know you go out and make some some good moves some cap moves and you show up your defense to got it Help take care of that, but no, there, and, and it did, so it didn't turn out the way a lot of folks thought it would turn out, no doubt about
2: it. Yeah, and um, you know props to them. I mean, I i thought the whole game the Niners are gonna win. Certainly I thought the Niners defense was the better defense, but you know, I would uh you know, Mahomes as usual in these tough games in the playoffs, he gutted it through and uh, you know, Props to them. Uh, you know, it's really sad for the 49ers because they really put their heart into it, but they can at least take, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, comfort in knowing that, that at least they didn't choke it away. Well, let me ask the you this. Does, to go.
3: <laughs> Does it make sense to you that this looks like the third Super Bowl in five years kind of a thing in that your roster gets depleted uh and you get a little bit bored throughout a season they weren't bored yesterday but you saw that that stat they had like like 15 consecutive drives came without a touchdown for the Chiefs and so the in the regular season the Chiefs were they made mistakes they put fumbles out there but when it had to get done they got it done and it seems like that this is not the the up and coming one. This is one that's been there a little bit. So you think about some of the Lakers or the Celtics or some of the Red Sox or Yankees or Dodgers or some of the, the, uh, the I don't know Steelers. Some of this that it's not that you get bored with it, but you really until you're forced to do it, you don't really do it. And so when the Chiefs had to have it, they got it done. And I, I, the only thing I explained to it is like, a that that their superstars just come alive and their attention span just gets better. Maybe I don't know if there's a if that's the right way to say it or not, but. It's like you get bored a little bit throughout the regular season, and you just well, turn it on at the right time.
2: Well, uh, they uh, won't be bored next season. Sorry, I was going to say they're not going to be bored next season because they're very focused. And Kelsey said from the beginning they've wanted to win three in a row. So next year I'm sure they're going to be all in and put everything they have into winning that their consecutive Super Bowl. So
3: Kelsey's I don't think
2: a, we'll see any of those. Kelsey's
3: a, uh, let me ask year. you this. Kelsey's an interesting study because there are few players on earth that can get away with what he gets away with. He first of all, let me tell you his strengths. I mean, he is a a beast of a physical specimen. He runs, man. When he comes out of his cuts, he accelerates and he is unbelievably that that he's just a terrible matchup for linebackers and he does a great job of the leverage game. So, and he has all these option routes. So, if you're leveraging the outside He's going to make you push you out that way. And when he puts his foot in the ground, he accelerates. He's uncoverable. The other way, or or if you've got the inside leverage, he cuts to the outside. He's uncoverable. With that said, two or three things, though. Number one, and and foremost in my mind, on the plays he doesn't touch the football, he just stands there. Like, I don't know if you saw several of the run plays last night. He comes in motion, and and the play goes away from him. He just stands up. And not do any, doesn't move, stays like his feet are just in the ground and doesn't move. And I'm like, how about if the ball came back? What if there was a fumble? What if there was a, a backside run or something? Are you going to go do anything there? And the second part of it is the, you know, jumping on his head coach. And I don't know anybody. I, I don't care if you're Michael Jordan or Wayne Gretzky. I don't care if you're whoever. You're not good enough to go bump your head coach and scream at your head coach. And then finally, did it seem to me that in the in the – the aftermath of the game that he was pouting a little bit because he didn't get the ball down the stretch, that he wasn't, he wasn't the, the touchdown guy. Maybe I'm the only person that might have thought that way. But he's an interesting study, man, um, and gets away with an awful lot that I'm not sure a lot of
2: people get away with. Well, as, far as the thing with Andy Reid, uh, you know, if you're Andy Reid, do you want, like, your – I thought it was a horrible play call, first of all, to, to hand off to Pacheco because after you got the 52-yard bomb, that's when you got your defense, the defense on the heels, and you go for the strike. I thought for they should have like you know try to play the Kelsey or like gone for the touchdown. So I was just like really baffled by that call. Um, and you know, if you're Andy Reid, do you want a guy that's just going to go through the motions, or do you want your like stars to like want the ball? The to... and you know down the stretch, he made the plays. Yeah. Um, you know, he made some huge catches I ended up with almost hundred yards receiving after having one yard at halftime. So uh you know, here's the difference. If he didn't if he wasn't there, they don't win that game.
3: I agree. So you sacrifice him just standing there on a running play. I mean, just. Yeah, well,
2: no, I mean, I can't really justify that, but, you know. Uh, well, I can't justify We've you going them. up and
3: bumping your head coach and getting his face and yelling at him either. I mean, you can say you want the ball. No. But, but still, sure man, there's I'm some sure. protocol in there. Yeah. You don't – I don't care how bad you want the ball. You don't go bump your coach yeah. and get in his face and scream at him. I mean, uh, you know, but, but you got to live with it. He's a great player and you want to win a Super Bowl, so I guess you live with it. I, I don't know. Different time, different place, I guess. <laughs>
2: I mean, Andy Reid looking at his three Super Bowl rings, uh, after all the stuff he went through in Philadelphia where (sighs) everybody said he couldn't win the big game, you know, I think it's like uh, that'll make the situation a lot better.
3: Final thing for you. Were you shocked? There's six seconds on the clock in regulation. That the 10-yard line, I'm like, I'm shocked. And it worked out for him. Andy Reid, you got to throw the ball in the end zone. Throw a quick slant. Throw something fast, a little back shoulder over there at the corner by the cone where he can't get picked, but oh, six seconds to win the Super Bowl with a 10 yard line? Snap, yeah, you're right. And there were bad snaps. Humphrey struggled with the snaps all night long. So, yeah. yeah you're right. so but, but, did, but you had I a timeout, too, too now, right? You had a timeout. So you could have, if a bad snap, yeah. just follow on it, call timeout.
2: I don't know. Yeah, but knowing with the new rules in the overtime, knowing you're going to get the ball, and you got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah,
3: yeah that's a good the, like,
2: point. Let's just keep. Because they were they were rolling at that point on yeah. offense, the the Niners' defense was yeah. on their heels, and I just thought that um, you know That's I a good point. I thought because uh, everybody at the bar is like, yeah, go ahead and play another play, but I'm like, what if there's a bad snap, you know? So yeah. good stuff,
3: man. Clemson dominance. Appreciate the phone All call. Right. Thanks, thanks an awful lot. All right, thanks, Mickey. Did anybody else see him on the the run plays where he would just stand up and stand there and wouldn't move and it's like wait a minute is your guy is a backside guy might not make a tackle or what if the cut back cuts it back or what if there's a fumble like at least go run towards the pile a little bit and or, or at least like try to put a hand on a defender he just stood there i've never seen that before you never seen it well i saw see some wide receivers do it a little bit that's and fair I, yeah to, to your point,
4: it did seem like, um, I don't think infighting is, is the right word, but the on the sidelines, throughout the entirety of the game, the Chiefs were fired up, man. They were just, it, it, you know, they were chirping at each other a little bit. But, I mean, that's kind of what you want to see. You want to see people locked in and fired up in a game like that.
3: Yeah. You know, this, so you get this idea, and we'll talk about it in the next segment, too. And I know I'm, I'm old-fashioned, but. I just don't think you. He almost knocked Andy Reid over. Your head coach. And I know there are men, I know the NFL's different, but I don't know, man. I I, I, I can't. I don't know. It just doesn't sit very well with me through that. And getting in his face and screaming at him because of a, a one play call that you wanted the ball? He was off the field.
4: He did not want to be taken off the field, yeah. and they fumbled.
3: Yeah. But, but had he been on the field, would he still fumble? He might have been standing there. Yeah, he would have been standing there. He wouldn't have been near the play. <laughs> hey, uh, Prime Lending. PrimeLendingSC.com. Let Mark, a man of the great folks, take care of you. Prime Lending does an incredible job getting you the best rates, mortgage rates right now. Hey, so a lot of you out there are, are uh, buying a home here this year in 2024. A lot of you are maybe thinking about renovating a home in 2024. And when interest rates do come down at the end of the year, think about refinancing with the good folks. This are heard friends at Prime Lending. his team is amazing. Uh, I, I can't tell you enough about just how streamlined the process is, how easy it was from the second, third mortgage we ever did. Ever in my life, they were so much easier every single time. We love Prime Lending. Check them out. Put them on your favorites. primelendingsc.com. Hour number two, right after this.